بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم and welcome to another episode of The Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts regarding Islam. I'm here with my friend, the Imam Farhan Iqbal. Farhan, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Farhan, um, today um, in our in a recent Friday sermon, uh, the Khalifa of Islam, Hazrat Mirza Masrur Ahmad, may Allah be his helper, um, gave a gave a sermon where he talked about lying, and he he referenced this National Geographic um, article, which talked about um, where does lying come from and how does lying begin. And the um, article argued that lying essentially is a human quality; it is something that all humans do. And um, the Khalifa, may Allah be his helper, said that this is false. Lying is not a human quality. Honesty is a human quality. Yeah, and uh, when I when I heard the uh, Friday sermon, I was actually curious about where this is coming from because uh, His Holiness, as a Muslim, Masrur Ahmad, may Allah be his helper, was clear that he's quoting from a National Geographic article. So this is from the June 2017 issue of National Geographic. Uh, it's a long, detailed article about lying, and I had an opportunity to, to read it recently. And it lays out, uh, you know, what is lying and how it is uh, almost a natural human condition. So this brings up an interesting conversation because I come from a science background and you come from a theological background. So I'm sure we have very different views on what this article means. And I thought it would be a really good opportunity to really suss out what the differences between our thinking may be. Um, well, I can't, I can't really say. Um, I think, I think from, from, the, from a theological perspective, you tend to, so, so there are two things um, which help us understand who we are. One is the human mind, and the other is the revelation of God. So from a theological perspective, uh, I would say, I would, at least I would like to say that we give more importance to revelation over human thought process. Um, whereas a person of a scientific background would hold the human thought process to be supreme and revelation to be just a part of that process, right? Some people will say, yeah, we accept revelation, but it's probably just your thought process which is part of the revelation. And so so as, as from a theological perspective, I would argue that uh, revelation from God can come directly from God to humans, and that has a higher position as compared to human thinking. I've always been under the assumption that if God reveals something, then science is essentially the act of God. So if, if God reveals something and it's in line with scientific principles, then that's your fundamental proof. But if God reveals something and the scientific proof is contradictory to that, then I think that we need to really analyze that scientific material. So I thought this, this episode we would dedicate some time talking about what that article is and maybe debunk that article. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, what that article was basically suggesting is that uh, 
every human being lies. It was suggesting that uh, children start lying at a very young age, uh, as little as four or five years old. It talked about um, how they did experiments uh, with, uh, with very young children, toddlers, and how uh, they would uh, present them with toys, right? So different children are presented with these toys. And then at one point, what the person who's doing the experiment does is that he hides a toy behind a curtain, right? And he, he plays a sound. And he asks uh, what that toy refers to. And actually, the whole experiment is like that. So they play a sound, and the toy is behind a curtain. The child cannot see it. And and in most cases, the child will hear the sound, and it's familiar, and will say what the toy is, and it would be correct. But then they would start playing sounds, which would be totally different from what the toy is, right? They would start playing music, which has nothing to do with the toy. And the children would start getting it wrong. And eventually, they, what they would do is that uh, the, the person who's doing the experiment would pretend that he has to go somewhere. Um, and, 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 and while he's gone, the, the child has the opportunity to, to peek under the, uh, uh, behind the curtain and see what the toy is. And so when the person who's doing the experiment comes back a few, um, a few seconds later, uh, they ask the child, did you peek behind the curtain? And many of them start lying at that point. And so the argument from that article, I think, I think it's based on this experiment actually, is that uh, lying is a natural human condition. And so they came up with these percentages of how People in different age groups lie, uh, some, some, some of them more than five times a day, some of them less than five times a day. And they had these percentages of how as many as 40 to 50 percent of, uh, say, teens between the ages of 12 and 18 are lying. You know, 50 percent of them are lying uh, at least less than five times a day. So I, I read that article as well, and I read this one part that majority of us lie so that we don't hurt other people or if we, um, we don't want to um, harm ourselves. Is, 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 is that correct? Yeah, that, that would be partially correct. So they give, I think, four main excuses. I don't remember all of them, but I think one of them was that you want to hide your own weakness. You have something, you have done something and you're lying to protect yourself or uh, you are lying to get an economic advantage, right? That is a more selfish type that you're trying to manipulate someone into, into paying you or something. That is another main reason. And the third one, I think, was that uh, you, you, you're sometimes lying to protect others. So I have a very simple scenario, and I, and I was wondering um, if you could give us the Islamic kind of answer to this simple uh, scenario. Actually, you know, Maharaj, the thing is that uh, scientists haven't come up yet with a, a full-fledged explanation of these things. And what is morality is a, is a question that has plagued philosophers and scientists alike. And we did a few episodes, I think we talked about it earlier, of how they haven't been able to come up with a definition. And so even if this article is 100% correct, and yes, lying is a part, is a natural human condition, it doesn't help us define morality. In fact, it confuses us more than before. And the Islamic answer, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, is found in a book of Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, the promised Messiah and Imam Mahdi and founder of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. Uh, the book's name uh, is, title is The Philosophy of the Teachings of Islam. And the basic argument that he has made in that book is that Morality is the use of natural tendencies in the right place in the right time. So we have a natural tendency to speak the truth, right? 
speaking the truth in the right place in the right time would actually help us uh, achieve a moral standard. So I'll, I'll go back to my to my scenario um, really quickly. So imagine if um, your your partner asks you, you know, like, um, does this shirt look good on me? J- j- just your common example, or you know, sometimes they use you use a funnier example. They say that you know, if your partner says, "Have I gained weight?" and most people in relationships, if they're trying to save their relationship, would tell a lie. They will say you look great in that shirt, or you haven't lost any weight. Um, and that is a lie. So from an Islamic point of view, is that lie sinful? Or should should a person in that situation also be honest when the other person's feelings may be hurt? You see, we can, you see, uh, I think this is the wrong way to approach this this question, because you are now talking about specific scenarios and specific examples and specific cases. And we cannot understand morals from specific cases. We can't. And sometimes we don't even have an answer to really specific cases. I mean, you're trying to make someone feel good. You don't want to hurt their feelings. And not hurting someone's feelings is actually a good thing to do. So uh, let me just quickly, uh, you know, um, explain this. So the Promised Messiah, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, actually counters the whole concept that is presented in this article. And this is from a book, uh, like I mentioned, which is more than 100 years old, The Philosophy of the Teachings of Islam. If you see page number 51, he writes that an infant has a natural bent uh, to not take something that belongs to others. Right? That's a natural condition. It so much dislikes, quote, so much dislikes anything belonging to another that it can only be persuaded with difficulty to be suckled by a wet nurse. Right? So try having an infant suckle on a, on a wet nurse and it would protest. Uh, try having an, an infant go to another uh, lady that the infant doesn't know and there's a problem. Right? So taking someone else's property and all these things are actually unnatural. And so the natural condition of man is to stick to his own stuff and that is integrity. The, the quality, the natural instinct, or the natural inclination that he's talking about here is integrity. Now, when we use that integrity in the right circumstances, in the right time, and, and, and when we have an opportunity to take someone else's stuff, uh, that, and, and we choose not to do that, that would become the moral quality of honesty. Right. And truthfulness. And, you know, that's when. So uh, coming back to our question of lying and and, and being honest or being truthful, uh, you know, those occasions where you have the opportunity to harm someone or to take someone's wealth through lying or, or through dishonesty and you choose not to do that, it becomes a moral quality. Right. So that's a distinction. So in this specific example, um, how would you answer this? Um, that if someone said, would you be able to lie um, not to like not to hurt someone's feelings? If your partner asks you, have I gained weight and you don't want to lie? How, what would you do in that situation that could still be a moral quality? Yeah, so so the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, talked about this, um, and and there are examples from his life where we can understand this. So, for instance, in one narration, he is reported to have said that uh, uh, you know there is no such thing as lying, quote unquote, in situations where you're trying to create peace between two parties. So, if two people are fighting and you say things that are somewhat diplomatic in order for them to to reconcile and and give up their fighting and give up their anger. 
particular, then it's actually beneficial and becomes a moral quality. Similarly, if a husband and wife are, are saying something to each other, which is not 100% truth, but it, it helps foster the relationship and build the relationship um, and, and, and improve the harmony in their relationship, then it is not really lying because you're trying to do something which is beneficial to the other person. So he has given those examples where, where even one occasion, a person came to him um, and, and, and the Prophet said to Aisha, his wife, uh, Hazrat Aisha, his wife, anha, uh, that this person is very evil. But when the person came and met him and talked to him, the Prophet was very courteous and very polite. And so he's not trying, he's, you know, hurting someone else's feelings is, is also uh, immoral and sinful. And so in order, to, in, in order to avoid that, we don't have to, uh, you know, be blunt all the time and soft-spoken and, and straight in, with people and, and because it can hurt them, right? Yeah, I'm reminded of um, one story that I was told when I was younger is that um, an elder of uh, of the Jamaat, of the community, um, went to someone's house and they had cooked them a meal. And um, that meal, um, suppose whatever it was, um, was very salty. And when um, this, this elder had tasted that meal... Um, he obviously knew that it was very salty and the person who had made it had asked that elder, you know, like, what do you think about this meal that I've made? And the elder replied that I have not tasted anything like this ever before. So in right. that way, um, that elder has not lied, has not hurt the feeling, person's feelings, but still retained their integrity and their honesty. Yeah, even in the hadith, uh, it is mentioned that um, there is a Hazrat Talha, uh, his example is there and how he invited this person to his home and because the Prophet ﷺ told him to and he had nothing to, to eat at home and he and his wife turned off the lamp uh, and pretended to eat while the guest is eating because all they only had en enough food for one person who is the guest. And, and, and so Allah really was pleased the Prophet told them the next day that Allah is really pleased with, with what you did, that you pretended and you starved yourself, but you took care of the guest. So among the taking care of the guest and all these other moral qualities that are there, but it's also there that they chose not to be 100% truthful in that situation in order to take care of the guest. So I guess, you know, actions are judged by their intentions, and that's something that we talk about over and over again. And I think it's very paramount in understanding what Islam is about, that actions are truly judged by their intentions. Um, Imam Farhan Saab, um, I'm also uh, very honored that um, you took out time to, to discuss this. Um, and I'm also honored to announce that um, we are officially announcing our website now so it is the convictionproject.com where you can get all of our previous episodes and all um and you can leave comments and you know, you can leave doubts and you can email us doubts right through the website and it's a great way to connect with um all of our uh conviction project materials um, so, and once again, if you are enjoying what you are listening to, do take a moment to subscribe, um, like our podcast and also comment on it and leave, give us feedback because we would really like to improve, um, the material that we deliver. Once again, this is the conviction project where we leave you with no doubts about Islam. <laughs>
It is the truth from thy Lord. Be not, therefore, of those who doubt.